Hello and welcome to this very special episode of Sorry You're In My Seat. It's the 2021 Halloween special. I'm your host Aaron and each week I have the pleasure of talking movies and films with my best buddy James. Bonjour. And... <laughs> Bonjour. Yeah, because you want to go with the way from French, so I thought, you know, it inject a bit of horror into it. Nice. <laughs> that makes no sense. I'm keeping it, though. Yeah. I'm keeping it in. Um, if this is your first time, welcome. We're normally funnier than this. And, no, uh, we're not. No, no, we're not. No. But we do talk movies and films each week on the quest to find the greatest of all time. As I said at the top... Halloween's a special time of the year where we get together and go a bit beyond our usual show, as in we actually edit it. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we do this a lot, mate. Halloween, you know, we, a few years ago, we did two Halloween specials. We did a quiz, download if you did, and then just before that, I believe it was episode 63. Yeah. Did a Halloween special where I believe uh, me and a partner walked through a, a, a dusty Eastern European city. And then before that, Nightmare on Cooch Street, episode 15. Uh, yeah, an, an episode that you really have to go back and listen to to understand what a cooch is. Yep. But, um, but all these episodes, episode 15, episode 63, episode 63 and a half are our previous Halloween episodes. So if you enjoy this one, do go back and listen, particularly if you're a new listener. Uh, they're great episodes where we do these horror scenarios where I guide whoever's on the podcast that week, which is normally James, but yep. previously we've had another guest. Um, and we'll do like a walkthrough and, you know, what would you do in this scenario? And it plays on common tropes and themes within horror movies. This uh, year, no exception, we're going to do an escape room theme. Ooh. So I put together a horror scenario in an escape room where, James, you have the quest of 50 questions ahead of you. Ooh. Time limit. Time limit, yep. Um, Loads of scenarios to play through, bonus rounds, questions, all that kind of stuff. So if you are an interactive podcast listener and you want to play along, do get ready. Lots and lots of horror questions coming your way um, for you to, uh, I don't know, just enjoy this episode. Some of them are silly. Some of them are impossible. And you're just going to have to guess. Others are great bits of trivia. Um, So let us know in the comments on social media. We are at S-Y-I-M-S underscore podcast. That's sorry you're in my seat underscore podcast. On all social media platforms, we will put posts up about this episode. Let us know what you scored in the comments because I'd be really interested to know how you did. I'm looking forward to a lot of people screaming at me. You know, when this is playing and this happens every time I do a quiz, there's always one fan out there who goes, James, you idiot. You idiot. How did you get question 16 wrong? Yeah, exactly. Because I'm here, the pressure. I've got Aaron, the quiz master in front of me. It's Halloween. I'm trying to give something special to the world. Leave me alone. I'm ready. Let's get in with it. Let's go. Let's go. Because this is a condensed, shorter episode. Um, I'll be keeping score for a round. Bullshit. It's not going to push the usual 90 minute plus. So uh, let's get into it. So James, here's the scenario. This year's Halloween special is called The Blockbuster Escape Room. Oh. You wake up in a cold, ransacked room. Your head's fuzzy. You're confused. The last thing you remember was being in a parking lot. You parked, uh, instead of the well-lit area of the car park, you decided to go down to the basement level where the lights flicker. The CCT is broken. Oh, well, I was kind of hoping to catch McLeod having a sword fight. <laughs> That's what it was. Well, you know, you parked right next to that van with the blacked out windows. Now, if it wasn't for your keys being at the bottom of your handbag, James, you probably would have escaped, but, you know, lols. Your eyes struggle to focus, but you're pretty certain you see a message written on the wall saying, don't turn on the lights. Okay. What do you do? Turn on them lights. Of course you do. Your eyes adjust to the room. Luckily, the message on the wall actually reads, don't trust this shite. And below it is a picture of Adam Sandler. Good, I did good. As you slowly turn to face the room, you begin to feel nostalgic. Oh, I've been here before. The carpet, the beige walls, the aisles, the display. You are in a blockbuster video store. Nice. The place is ransacked, graffiti everywhere. (gasps) 
The once overpriced confectionery <laughs> counter is now a place of broken glass, rags, the remains of dead animals, and you're pretty certain human feces. So pretty much blockbusters. Yeah, that's pretty much. That's peak. <laughs> the, door, the door is chained shut and locked with an oversized rusty padlock. Oh no. The windows are boarded up and there's barbed wire stapled to the wood. Confused, you notice an area of the store still intact, preserved, organised. It's the horror aisle. As you approach, a TV bolted in the top corner of the room springs to life. A shadowy figure emerges on the television screen. It's you, isn't it? Well, well, (laughs) I'm not going to put any voices. The key to the padlock is, is located in this room. To access the key, you need to play a game. There are 50 hidden questions on the back of horror movie cassette tapes. You must answer a certain amount of answers correctly to get out of this room alive. Okay. You will not know the number of correct answers you need until the last question has been asked. <sighs> well, so that's you, just mean. You just need to keep going and going and hope that you go past the target. And it's good because if I knew the target, if I knew I'd hit it, I'd then piss exactly. about. Exactly. That's why I've done it, James. <laughs> All right. Four years I've learned. <laughs> as soon as I know, I'll say, fuck it. You have a time limit. You have 50 minutes oh. to get through this. So there are 50 questions, 50 minutes. Before, um, you, before you start the time, I'm just mm. going to breathe it all in. It's blockbusters, mate. Oh, it's oh, nice. Can you imagine? Oh. Can you remember? Right, I'm ready. There are certain questions as I go through that will give you more time, will take time off, all those bits and pieces. But there are 50 core questions that we need to get through. The moment the video message on the top, uh, on the television screen finishes, an electronic timer starts to tick. Oh, no. Damn. Okay, so first thing I'm going to do is panic. You know, because that's what you've got to do. You've got to let yourself panic first, mate. You, you've got to let the panic in before you get there. I'm, I'm okay, it's getting to me a bit now. I'm ready. That's right. You're uh, 20 seconds in. Okay, good. <laughs> no. uh, so you pick up the first video cassette tape. Yep. Question number one is written on the back. Okay. That was lucky, wasn't it? <laughs> that, that was the first. Sorry, carry on. No, you just, you're just picking them at random. <laughs> okay. But the first one you pick has a question on the back. What was the name of Michael Myers' mum? This is a multiple choice question. Was okay. it Pamela, Edith, Amanda, or Cindy? Don't answer too quickly. I know you're on against the time limit. I will give you plenty of warning. I want the people at home and listening to this to be able to have a chance to answer. So, Well, I watched Halloween this week with my good friend Lester and Pamela's, Pamela's Voorhees. I'm going to go Amanda. It sounds vaguely familiar. Unfortunately, James, Amanda was Freddy Krueger's mum, a.k.a. Ah. Sister Mary Helena. It was Edith Myers ah. is the correct answer. Oh, no. Question number two. In Scream, yep. what's Randy's first rule of surviving a horror movie? Again, it's a multiple choice question. Is it don't have sex, don't say I'll be right back, don't drink or do drugs, don't go outside. I'm going to give you them again before I make your decision. Don't have sex. Don't say I'll be right back. Don't drink or do drugs. Don't go outside alone. I'm basing this purely on <clears throat> how the film goes. I'm going to say it's don't go outside. It's not. Oh, is it don't do drug, drinks, drug and drinks? No, it's don't have sex. He goes straight oh, in there, mate. Because I know he said it's one of the most important ones, but I didn't know that he said it was the first one. That's irritating. It's all right. 47 questions to go. I'm going to die in this room. (laughs) (laughs) How much screen time does Freddy Krueger get in the first Nightmare on Elm Street? Seven minutes, 14 minutes, 21 minutes, or 28 minutes? I'm going to read it again for the people playing along at home. How much time does Freddy Krueger get on screen time in the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie? Seven minutes, 14, 21 
or 28? Do you know what you're going to guess? I'm going to, th- right, so I know that he's not in it a lot because I know he's in it with his really long arms and he's in it at the end, but I'm sure that most of the time he's not in it. He's only in it for one of the scene. It's got to be between 14 and seven. I'm going to go seven. It is seven. There seven minutes. Seven minutes screen time for Freddy Krueger. Yes, Wes Craven said um, that he wanted it to be fear-imposing, not visual fear. Um, but not, a bo- not, not worth any points, but just for people listening, do you know the colour of his jumper? Isn't it blue and... It's no green, isn't it? It's green and black. It's supposed to be red and black, but I'm sure it's one of those things... That green and red. Oh, green and red. Oh, so yeah. I was not right at all. <laughs> yeah, red, red, uh, Wes Craven supposedly read an article that said the most clashing colours to the human eye are green and red. And that's why he put them in a Do you know what? That together. is quite... It looks red and black, but you know what? I haven't got the time. You haven't got the time. You are two minutes and 50 seconds in. Right. Question number four. Oh, no. Who is responsible for releasing the zombie plague in 28 days later? It's multiple choice. Was it the government? Was it terrorists? Was it activists? Or was it Big Mo from EastEnders? Oh, right, so I know Big Mo's into it, but it was activists. It was a human rights activist, wasn't it? It uh, was human, no, human rights. rights. Yeah. It was animal rights activists. You're not going to get any bonus points, but do you know what animal it was? Um, rats. It's London, isn't it? I thought it was an ape or a monkey or some kind. Oh, I know it might be monkey, actually. Or might be getting confused with 12 monkeys. Don't mind, I ain't got the time. Sorry. Question number five. Okay. Seven is an awesome movie. Uh, Yeah. On the back of the cassette tape is the question. Out of all the deadly deadly sins, which one is missing from this list? Lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, sloth, greed. Which one's missing? Will you say again one more time, please? Yep. Lust, envy, gluttony. Wrath, sloth, greed. There's one missing of the seven deadly sins. Pride. You're right, James. It is pride. It's, you know, I don't feel very proud of myself because I did just I went through all the death scenes in that film. <laughs> I was like, that one's been done. That it one's is horrible, been done. is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would have also accepted talking in cinemas. Just, just seeing <laughs> Well, people who eat the fucking rubbish in the cinema now. Oh, There's no about? reason for it. There's no need. Wait, stop it, you. <laughs> After the fifth videotape uh, question, the TV switches back on to show a black and white video of a woman stood standing exactly where you're stood right now. Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> Don't assume my gender, you prick. <laughs> her hair is down across her face. She looks wet. Oh, this is a girl from The Ring. What I don't understand about this is if she comes out of the TV screen, why don't you just smash the TV screen? (laughs) She appears to be stood in the exact same spot you are and she points to a cassette on the bottom shelf, gesturing for you to pick it up. It's the sixth sense with the words bonus uh, question written in blood across the cover. Win, you get a lifeline to use later on. The win does not add to your overall uh, win count. Yeah, I get it. Get it wrong, you lose a point from the answers you've quite, you've got so far. Do you play or do you pass? Well, my mum always told me to trust ghost women, so yes, I play. <laughs> and it's done you well so far. <laughs> yeah, it has. Yeah. I've only been kidnapped twice. Yeah. And your mum died 20 years ago, right? Before you were born. Well, that explains it. <laughs> Here's your bonus question on The Sixth Sense. Oh, shit. Who played Haley Joel Osment's mum in The Sixth sense there are no multiple choices on this one. Oh, i know it i'm gonna read it one more time just for the people yep. playing who played Haley joel osmond's mum in the sixth sense tony collette it was tony collette yeah. yeah now you're you don't get a point for that but you do get this bonus so you get to remove one wrong answer from a multiple choice question further on <laughs> it cannot be used on a bonus question okay i i really hope that i get another question with mo from eastern <laughs> So you can remove that one and I'll be like fucking golden. I will not take away. (laughs) I won't take away the most obvious. Okay, so question six. 
We know that the Friday the 13th series has the highest body count. It does. But which film of the series has the highest amount of kills? Multiple choice. Part three. Jason takes Manhattan. Jason goes to hell. Or Jason X. So do you want them again? Yes. I, you see, I, I don't know if there's a red herring in here. Because Jason's technically not the killer in Goes to Manhattan. Isn't he a worm? No. Sorry. I'm talking shit. Ignore me, Karen. <laughs> but that sounds like it could be real. Yeah, one of them is true. Yeah, because Jason Voorhees isn't the man. He's the worm that lives inside the man. <laughs> Go back to last Halloween. Whilst we didn't do this, we did a serial killer. And I brought that up. Because because in one film, he also has a fight with a girl with telekinetic powers. <laughs> and that's never mentioned again. There, there was, I did a quiz once and it was like it was like one of these online quizzes. It was like, which, which Friday the 13th does Jason um, get struck by lightning and come back to life oh, and, and I was like oh is it, is it and then after about five minutes I went who gives a fuck <laughs> who cares uh, I'm going for the third one purely because no I don't think he is is it Halloween X does he Halloween X purely because I'm sure at one point he blows up a space station <laughs> so surely we, he's got the act we know that Friday the 13th series is the highest body count but which film in the series has the highest kills with 27 kills Ooh. is it part three Jason goes to Manhattan Jason goes to hell or Jason X Jason hell Jason goes to hell is one where he plays a worm I'm going Jason X because you know they brought it out the bigger no, kill count it's not is it it's Jason goes to hell 89 minutes it's technically a worm <laughs> It's not Jason. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking, if there's, if there's an omnibudsman after this, I'll be making a complaint. <laughs> Question seven. Seven minutes in. So you're doing good. Yeah, you're doing yeah, good for yeah. time. Woodsboro is the fictional town of which horror movie? No multiple choice. So it's just, I need your answer. Woodsboro or Woodsboro is the fictional town of which horror movie do you know it I gave birth to the Neve Campbell led series it's the Scream franchise is the Scream franchise James well done here we go question eight I'm actually really looking forward to watching Scream I haven't seen Scream in so long I'm really looking forward to going back to there's a TV series on Netflix and it's got Mm. me really kind of whilst the TV series hasn't (laughs) done enough for me to watch it and the trailer for the new Scream film hasn't done enough to excite me it has done some good from the nostalgia I'm thinking can't wait to go back to the first one it's weird though that I have still a bit of a like nausea feeling about movies that are stabbing based. Yeah, oh, like, stabbing's the worst. Yeah, yeah. like the, the shooting, like all that kind of stuff in films doesn't really bother me. But there's something about stabbing. Yeah, and Scream is a stabby film. With, with the film within the franchise is called Stab, and I was just just thought, what a lazy name for a horror mm. franchise. I, I always forget Dewey, Dewey because he get he stabs twice the first answer one, and he gets like more kind of like. I know he gets stabbed in the nerves, doesn't he? So he can't really walk. No, he phone. doesn't. That that's lie, isn't it? Oh, is it? He when he comes back on the scene, he's faking that limp so the police don't suspect him as being one of the. Because oh, so, I'm certain when he comes back later on, he hasn't got the limp. Oh, I don't know. I always thought and I always it, thought he got worse. Anyway, yeah, short mate, you're taking my time. And it's away Dewey from was me. in Scream, wasn't it? No, that's what I said, Dewey. No, he's in. That was a scary movie, wasn't it? That's no, the, no, because in the scary movie, the cop is that. You didn't want mate, you can fuck right off. But he's the cop. That's the killer in that one. Because I really like at the end, he throws away like his lunchbox. <laughs> no, but I, I, j- joking aside, I will. I will speed this boat. I think the limp in the movie he says is because it, it takes the oh, scent right. off him being the killer. I thought in the, the second one he was like, no, it's because he got stabbed in the nose. Anyway, he gets. He also gets stabbed in the second one. Stephen, he's not very good then, is he? No, not very good. <laughs> Unless his goal was to get stabbed. <laughs> Stephen King holds the record for the author with the most horror films adapted from his work. In 2000- Can I name one good one? No, <laughs> no, I genuinely couldn't. <laughs> in 2017, which film from King's creation starred Gina Gugino, Gugino and was released on Netflix? No multiple choice. Gerald's Game. 
it was Gerald's game. Well done, James. And I, I thank you for that because it was a review you did in our earlier years. In the hateful eight. You right? Yeah, just there's some the hateful eight. I always get confused with the Adam Sandler ones. This is the good one, right? From well, this is the Tarantino movie. Oh, that's right then, because I've seen both. <laughs> Ennio Morricone used previously unused music for a film he composed in 1982, directed by John Carpenter. What movie did he take items of the score from? So I'll just say that again in the hateful eight. Ennio Morricone used previously unused music that he composed for a previous movie in 1982, which was directed by John Carpenter. What was that film? The Thing. It was The Thing. Yeah. Yeah, Hateful Eight has The Thing's original soundtrack in it. That's cool. And also, uh, Kurt Russell smashed up a priceless uh, guitar. He did. <laughs> did. Ah, movies. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is Chucky? Now, you've got options. Oh, shit. I'm T- terrible at heights <laughs> because I'm so much taller than everyone else. It, there's, there's taller than me and they're smaller than me. That's it. But he's definitely smaller than you. <laughs> so the answer... <laughs> Is he 27 inches, 29 inches, 31 inches, or 33 inches tall? 31 inches. I can tell you that Chucky is 29 oh, inches. Just, that depends because he was on tiptoes and I measured him. I would tell you right now, find another podcast with that kind of fact. All right? Come on. Come on. But the fact that he's 29, I don't understand this because I've never understood why, and I believe in, you know, go back to last year when we did a whole episode on dolls, which you really liked, just drop kick it. I know. Just, <laughs> just, it's just a doll. Take a pun. <laughs> stick in microwave. <laughs> just, just, when it comes at you with a knife, stop it. <laughs> Pull off one of its arms. <laughs> just, I'm pretty sure you could take him down with a pillow though. Yeah. I think you could take him down with harsh words. It, de- it depends how, 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 um, how agile he is. <laughs> If he's if he if he if melts he's a doll. like yeah. <laughs> if he moves like melted butter, James, he could be a slippery eel. Oh, that's but true. For the most part, if he moves like dolls, then I think you could take <laughs> it. Didn't be fine. As you answer number ten, there's a loud bang from behind you. Oh, you no. think it originated from the old customer services counter, you know the one that used to sell the overpriced popcorn and sweets. Do you know anyone that ever actually bought that? We did every now and again. Oh, just, mate, you just, fucking yeah. gold, fucking gold street over there, your dad's. <laughs> rolling in it. I was allowed to look at it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Can I smell a kernel? Can I smell it, please? Or did you, do you remember those huge juice juice things that mm. were green, but they were supposed to be blue because <laughs> they'd been in there so long and no one ever fucking bought one? Oh, just stop nostalgia. Stop getting to me. Right, I'm ready. You notice blood you, you are certain was not there when you woke up. Do you go investigate, because it could be another bonus question, or carry on with the main quiz, ignore it, it's probably nothing. Well, I used to work in retail on the customer service desk and blood is usually some sort of complaint. So I'm going to go check it out, mate, despite the fact that I'm probably going to get slashed up. You cautiously approach the counter to find an old Victorian doll, burnt with clothes and red piercing eyes. As you steer, you notice uh, words written on the doll's arm, booby trap. Oh yeah, that's a nod name you for hear a doll. A, you hear a mechanism load and start ticking. Right. Oh no. Oh, no. Get it right, you escape free. There's no actual bonus. This is a booby trap. So you yeah. have to answer the question. If you get it wrong, it will impair your vision as acid is thrown towards you and you will get an extra question. Duck. Uh, you know, <laughs> you'll, you'll get an ex- extra option for all remaining answers. So bonus question number two. Vlad, Dracula, the Count, Nosferatu are synonymous w- with vampire lovers. Mm-hmm. But which actor has played a vampire the most? Christopher Lee or Bela Lugosi? Are oh, you bitch. So Vlad... <sighs> Dracula, the Count, Nosferatu are synonymous with vampire lovers, but which actor has played a vampire the most? Christopher Lee or Bella Lugosi? 
I'm going to go with Alala Garrison. No. Oh. It is Christopher Lee. Christopher <sighs> Lee played uh, Dracula 10 times or played a vampire 10 times. Bella Lugosi, although the Godfather only played a uh, vampire four times in his career. Oh, we got that wrong. Right, do me then, doll. <laughs> uh, right then. Back in the horror aisle. Oh yeah, you got spat out with uh, acid. Acid, yeah. So I look, I All know. over your face. <laughs> Back in the horror aisle. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> Back in the horror aisle, you pick up another slasher movie. So these were going to only have three options, so now they've all got four options. Which horror icon is known as is also known as the Springwood Slasher? Michael Myers, Leatherface, Freddy Krueger, or Jason? Again, for people listening, just giving them a chance. Which horror icon is also known as the Springwood Slasher? Is it Michael Myers, Leatherface, Freddy Krueger, or Jason? Talk me through your thought process, James. I'm going to go with Freddy Krueger. Why? Because Springwood sounds really, isn't that the village that, isn't that the, isn't that the city that they live in? I know it's not the street that they live on. It is Freddy Krueger, yeah. Yeah, yeah before he was burnt alive by his parents, he was stalking the town and they, he had the name the Springwood Slasher. Nah. What is the real life name of the goat? It, it, someone didn't, someone fucking I didn't give you your point. Well done, James. <laughs> Thank I'm just you. Pointing there. You've got eight right so far. <laughs> What is the real name? Real oh, sorry again. What is the real life name of the goat Black Philip in the Witch? <laughs> is it? Jesus Christ! <laughs> now you got five options. <laughs> four options. Is it Charlie? Is it Clive? Is it Hugh? Or is it Mister Stoopy? <laughs> Mister Mister Stompy Hooftoes? Tell me the first three again because I can think about the fourth one. <laughs> What is the real life name of the goat in Black Philip? Uh, sorry, the, the name of the goat Black Philip in the film The Witch. Is it Charlie, <laughs> Clive, Hugh, or Mr. Stompy Hoof Toes? Fuck, fuck it, Hugh. <laughs> My reasoning, I don't know. <laughs> it's actually Charlie, James. Oh, fuck, of course it is. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Brilliant performance by Charlie in that movie. Deserved this acid. <laughs> Again, found a podcast that's talking about this kind of stuff at Halloween. <laughs> what are the doppelgangers in Jordan Peele's Us <sighs> better known as? So you've got four options in this one. What are the doppelgangers in Jordan Peele's Us better known as? The Others, The Forgotten, The Shadowed, The Tethered. Again, talk me through your thought process. Do you like that movie? I do like that movie. Um, I always remember them as doppelgangers, which you would say, I'm, I'm feeling, what's after The Shadowed? The Tethered. <sighs> I think it's The Shadowed. No, I don't think it is. Is it? I think it might be The, is it the Shadowed or The Tethered. I'm going with, the tether because the shadow is too on the nose. It's got to be the tether because it's a bit different. It is the tethered. Oh, cheeky. I uh, I quite liked the shadows when I wrote that as a wrong answer. I thought, oh, like, that, that sounds like something that could be right. It is, but I think it's too. The, the shadow. The, the shadow in this is probably like the ice cream truck. <laughs> Just because everything's a fucking morose. What's the name of the vengeful ghost in the American version of The Ring that came out in 2002? Is it Sophia? Is it Samara? Is it Sarah? Is it Patrick Stewart? Oh, God. Do you want just for shits and giggles? I want to go Patrick Stewart. <laughs> What's Isn't the name it? of the vengeful ghost in the American version of The Ring, which came out in 2002? My problem is because I quite, I quite liked The Ring. I didn't actually mind it as a remake. This one with Naomi. No, what's, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. And I, I, I think the Japanese one Samara. Samara, to me, sounds familiar, so I'm going to shoot and say Samara. You shoot, your score. Samara yes. is the correct answer, James. Well done. Question 14 gets a big tick. So we are on to question 15. Okay. What is the biggest grossing film from the Conjuring universe? Aww. Is it The Conjuring 2, 
Annabelle comes home, the nun or the conjuring one? What is the biggest grossing film from the conjuring universe? Is it the conjuring two? Annabelle comes home, the nun or the conjuring? The shoe in the dark, and I'm basing this purely on the fact that I'm sure two of these films led to it. It's got to be Annabelle comes home because I made such a big deal about the character of Annabelle. It's the nun. Ah, that's fucking wild, mate. (laughs) So in terms of gross, it it was made on a budget of 22 million and made 350 million. The fucking bed. I know that film was terrible. (laughs) That film was terrible. And like whenever like people go on about like cinema prices and. You know, stuff like that. Like, that is one of the movies that I go back to. That, Like, imagine you paid, you know, in here in Lincoln, like a cinema ticket is what? Anywhere between 11 and 13 pounds sometimes, depending on what like it is. near 15 now. Can you imagine if you and your partner, 30 quid on the nun. Someone's getting rich and it ain't you. <laughs> Jesus. But you are losing though, so that's... Beside, behind the scenes, uh, sorry, behind the last video you picked up, you find a mobile phone. It's an old Nokia 310. Yeah. It's uh, 3310. Its buttons have been removed, all except the uh, call button. Immediately okay. after picking it up, it begins to ring. On the screen, it says, do not answer. What do you do? One, pick it up. Two, throw that bitch. Well, I think it's rude to not pick up an answering phone because, it one, it could be someone asking for help, but also it could be like, you're just like a nice person, so I'm going to pick it up. Bonus question. Oh. Regain a point you've previously lost. Okay. If you get it right, no consequence if you get it long, wrong. Oh, well, then why wouldn't I? Bonus it up. Well, you got it now. You picked it up. An old man's voice is speaking down the other end of the phone. It asks, in the original <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, what type of chainsaw did Leatherface use? <laughs> um, I know, you got options. Don't oh, worry. That's good. <laughs> Was it the Poland 306A, the chrome-painted aluminium with the centrifugal clutch? Or was it the Farmcraft 3BM, that's the aluminium one with a cast iron sleeve. Do you want them options again? Please, yeah. In the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, what type of chainsaw did Leatherface use? Was it the Poland 306A, chrome-painted aluminium with a central fusion clutch? Or did, or was it the Farmcrest 3BM aluminium with cast iron sleeve? I'm going for the first one purely because you've used the word cast iron. And the way he throws it about, mate, at the end, I reckon he's gone for a lighter polyamyl uh, aluminium. You are correct, James. <laughs> If there's one thing I know about you, it's you know your chainsaws. <laughs> so I, I did feel that this was somewhat biased when I put it in there. Oh. Again, show me a podcast, James, that's giving out these kind of facts. <laughs> I think that's fucking brilliant. I that is about, good, isn't I it? I think you've done yourself on that one, mate. If you, I mean, so doing my research, it was discontinued in, in the late 80s. <laughs> Shut the f- <laughs> mate, I've got 50. If you want to pause the timer, I'll listen to you talk about fucking chainsaws all day. <laughs> You head back to the horror aisle. Oh, curiosity, if I'd not stopped you, I wonder how long you would have gone on. I would have kept going. I would have kept... You head back to the horror aisle, deciding to keep the phone on you in case it rings again. Obviously. As you put it back in your pocket, you realise there's something already in there. Oh, no. Pulling your hand free, you freeze in terror at the sight of human teeth. As your survival <laughs> mode kicks in... I chew them. <laughs> you interrupt this as a clue. <laughs> Looking across the video aisles, you come across two movies positioned next to each other with A and B written in blood. So for question um, 16, you get to choose the category. Okay. Do you pick up Teeth from 2007 or Jaws from 1975? Now, inside joke, before we started this podcast, you went, if there's a question on how many teeth does Jaws have? And I started laughing. It's because of this one. So do you pick up Teeth from 2007 or Jaws from 1975? Well, I love Jaws. 
but I don't know anything about teeth. So if I get it wrong, at least I could say when I said teeth. No, I've got to go jaws because at least I've got a shot. Jaws. Final answer, locking in. Oh, fucking no. Why is this the one I'm having no, most no, difficult with? Jaws. Jaws. Just for the listener at home, if he had picked teeth, the question would have been, including wisdom teeth, how many teeth does a hu- uh, does the average human have? Oh, I don't know that. Let me count. Uh, uh, yeah, no. You've got the time for that, James. <laughs> No, I don't know. Actually. 32 is the average. I would have said 36. I not Oh, that was one of the options, so you <sighs> could have got it wrong. But your question, in fact, is this. In the last act of Jaws, why does Quint destroy the radio on the boat? Is oh, no, a- no, 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 kidding. It's I've always wondered that. Because I've got one. Because by this stage, mate, he's... he's he's well, I haven't got time. He wants to. It's his, <laughs> it's his ge- boat. Fuck the, off. The, gen- <laughs> the genuine question... Which of these is not a genuine horror movie? So I'm going to l- tell you four movies. One of these is fake. Okay. Which one of these is not a genuine horror movie featuring a shark? Is it Bait, Ghost Shark, Death on the Seabed, or Cage Dive? Which of them is not a genuine horror movie featuring a shark? Bait, Ghost Shark, Death on the Seabed, Cage Dive. Right. So we've said all of those, but I'm going to play. I'm not playing the game. I'm playing the player. And you've had a habit of our herring in the past. So I'm going to go with bait, not the real one, because that's the one you want me to pick. It's the bait. No, that is a real film. <laughs> I should have played the game. <laughs> the one that is made up is Death on the Seabed. Oh, that's annoying. Question 17. Oh my God. What's the name of the hellbound spaceship in sci-fi in the sci-fi horror Event Horizon? <laughs> What's the name of the hellbound spa- spaceship in the sci-fi horror Event Horizon? Event Horizon. <laughs> no, you mean the other one? No, no, the one that's on the hellbound ship. The Event Horizon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, James, just for the people at home who maybe not know, the rescue ship is the Clark and Lewis. Oh, I don't I don't the fucking king of ships. <laughs> Some ghost woman. <laughs> she told me the blockies. <laughs> I was. I, I forgot that you know that movie, and the plan was for you to go around the houses and be like, "It's actually called the Red Horizon." All right, all right, fine. All right. How it's, about this one? It's the only Paul Anderson film you can like. <laughs> That's true, actually. What's the name of the ginger cat in Alien? Oh, Is I... it Jones, Jonesy, Jonas? Or J. Jonah Jameson? For people listening at home, what's the name of the ginger cat in Alien? Is it Jones, Jonesy, Jonas, J. Jonah Jameson? I've got a horrible feeling if I say it, it's going to be wrong. It's going to be, it's obviously between Jonah, James, fucking hell, Jones or Jonesy. I think it's Jonesy, but why do I got a horrible feeling it's Jones? It's Jonesy. Oh, thank Christ for that. Because the problem is, I'm not joking, Indiana Jones 4 has ruined Jonesy now because when you say Jonesy, the only thing you do, Jonesy. Yeah, and if that didn't, then fucking Dreamcatcher certainly tried, didn't it? Fucking, what a terrible... Anyway, carry on. In Doctor Sleep, who played Rose the Hat? Was it Naomi Watts? Mm. Was it Rebecca Ferguson? Was it Anna Taylor-Joy? Was it Rachel McAdams? I believe it was Rebecca Ferguson. It was Rebecca Ferguson. I don't think she did a good job in that film. You don't? No, I think she did. Oh, I think she did, yeah. 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 I'm a big, big Rebecca Ferguson fan, actually. I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> That's at the end of uh, the next round of 20 questions. So as you answer the next five, your heart stops. As you expect <laughs> it's, it's to- my, that's all I might tell I'm dead. <laughs> as you expect a bonus round. You wait, but nothing happens. Behind you, the demonic doll on the popcorn cow continues to stare. The TV remains blank. There's no obvious trap. So you continue. 
Question 21. In Jeepers Creepers, the ancient creature wakes up every so many years for so many days. But what is that sequence? Is it every 13 years for 13 days? Is it every 17 years for 17 days? Every 21 years for 21 days? Or every 23 years for 23 days? I don't know. Oh, that's irritating. I don't know. Hit me again. Is it every 30... So the question is, in Jeepers Creepers, <clears throat> the ancient creature wakes up every so many years and hunts for so many days. But what is the sequence? Is it 13 years and 13 days? Is it every 17 years for 17 days? Does he wake up every 21 years for 21 days? Or does he wake up every 23 years for 23 days? Sean the Dark, 21 for 21. It's 23 for 23. <sighs> I, I was thinking it's got to be longer because otherwise you'd have more characters that had interacted with him. But I just thought, oh, that's irritating. For the corner of your eye, your eye you notice the alarm clock that's ticking down. Three minutes deduct. Okay. You realise now, in this round, for every question wrong, you lose three minutes. Oh, so your 27 minute time is now up to 30 minutes. You're halfway through on question 21. You're a whore. You know that. And you've got four more questions with the booby trap. Okay. Question 22. In Stephen King's 1977, The Shining, what room is haunted? In Stephen King's 1977, The Shining, what room is haunted? Is it 207, 217, 227, 237? It's, it's different from the book because people didn't want to stay in the hotel. They didn't want to stay in that one, so they changed it. So it's not the one from the book. Two, the last one, 237. Is the film? <clears throat> yeah. He loses another three <sighs> minutes. If you listen to the question, James, yeah. in Stephen King's 1977, The Shining, that's yeah. the book. The film didn't come out until 1980. Yeah. So in the book, it's 217. You got it right in the sense that you knew one was different. In Stephen King's 1977, which no, is the book. Doing a quiz. Shut up. <laughs> Got less minutes. It was a booby trip. I've James. got less minutes. Hurry up. Who plays the lead role in 2020's Invisible Man? No options. You just got to tell me it. So, who plays the lead role in 2020's Invisible Man? Elizabeth Moss. It was Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss playing Cecilia, which in Latin. That's great. That's great. Move on. Which in Latin That's is, great. Move on. Is Cacus, which means blind or not to see. Oh, oh that, that was actually interesting. Interesting fact. Move on. Um, question 24. Emily Roberts, Hilary Swank, Betty Gilpin, and a pig star in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> star in which movie where 12 strangers wake up in a field only to be sport for the rich and the wealthy? Is it game season, the reserve, the hunt, or ready or not? So for the people playing at home, Emma Roberts, Hilary Swank, Betty Gilpin, and a pig star in a movie where 12 strangers wake up in a field only to be hunted for sport by the rich and the wealthy. But what's the name of the movie? Game season, the reserve, the hunt, or ready or not? The hunt. It is the hunt, James. Well done. 15 answers correct so far. Question 25. That's Move on. Samara Weaving starred in Ready or Not, but on which special occasion did the Domus family and household play a murderous game? Samara Weaven starred in Ready or Not. On what special occasion in the Domus household and family is this murderous game played? Is it on a birthday, an engagement, a wedding, or an anniversary? An engagement. It's a wedding, James. That's three <sighs> extra minutes. I thought, right, okay. That's it, though. You said the next five questions. Surely that's it, then. All of a sudden, the lights go out. Not, oh, okay, right, okay. On the next video, uh, next five video cassettes to your left. I thought they got left, engaged in that film though. Is it because they got they, married? They just got married. Fuck sake. How the, can you not know they're murderers? Fuck, do your research, <laughs> knobhead. 
<laughs> cost me three fucking minutes. I know, you've really got about 21 minutes Shut left the fuck up, man. <laughs> All of a sudden, the lights go out. On the next five video cassettes to your left are words trick or treat. The next five questions will be statements, but are they real, a treat, or are they false, which is a trick? So there's only two answers for all of these. Good. You cannot use your bonus uh, thing where you can take <laughs> away a wrong answer. about that. <laughs> In question 26, The Exorcist was the first horror film to be nominated for the Best Picture at the Academy Awards. The Exorcist was the first horror film to be nominated for the Best Picture at the Academy Awards. True. That is true. I'm not going to forget, James. Well, carry on. I'm carry keeping on. an eye on the time. Carry on, carry I'm keeping on, an eye on your score. I'm, I'm doing all... the questions. I'm not the one who invented this hellish quiz. <laughs> 27. The original name for the Antichrist in the Omen was Fred. <laughs> False. The original name for the Antichrist in the Omen was going to be Fred. You're right, but it was going to be Domlin. And then they changed it last minute to Damien. Well, that's exciting. Next question. Buffalo Bill's dance scene. <laughs> Cheeky sod. Do you know how long it took me to do this quiz? <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Bill's dance scene in Science and Lambs was improvised by Ted Levine. True. And, that, it's, and it's by the song Goodbye Horses. We're falling, falling, falling over you. Buffalo Bill's dance scene in Science and Lambs was, imp- was improvised by Ted Levine. That is true. There you go. Now, that's, keep, that's two that you haven't marked on. <laughs> Just saying. I'm fine, keep, fine. That's, that's two that you haven't marked on. You didn't mark the last one down either. Thank you. All right, come on. Hurry up. Can you imagine in that <laughs> though? If, if he was, if, if Ted Levine was like, guys, just bear with me. I've got an idea. God, I've got this. <laughs> Can you imagine if the rest of the director just went, no. <laughs> like, you just <laughs> tucked your piece between your legs. Well, what do you want to do? I'm going to tuck you between my legs. No, no, no. Just, 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 just push record. <laughs> I've got an idea. Let's just run with it and see if it works. Well, see, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure what I'm seeing. If, <laughs> if, if, that, if that got caught. That would be the greatest, like, that would be the greatest story of movies, like, imagine genuinely. That, imagine when you get that DVD and you stick it in your like, delete scenes and no context. Yeah. Just doing or, that and you're like, or, like or, or the other actors are like, yeah, Ted did this really weird thing one day. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you don't see Ted in Hollywood anymore. <laughs> during a scene, he just, uh, he took his penis. And... <laughs> oh right. man. Come on. Question, what are we on? 29. The Babadook <sighs> takes place oh, in New Zealand. I haven't seen it. All right, come on. That's, that's the statement. Oh, true or false? True. <laughs> true. False. It's oh, Australia. Fucking, move on. The Babadook takes place in Australia, not New Zealand, James. It's the Carl Irvin myth again, isn't it? I, did, I was trying to lead you there because I put in brackets, if James says same thing, deduct another point for being predictable. <laughs> <laughs> question three. We are past that. So back onto the main questions. Oh no, sorry. This is the last true or false question. <laughs> Before Nev Campbell was cast in Scream, the role was offered to Reese Witherspoon, Drew Barrymore, and Brittany Murphy. Is that true or false? Before uh, Neve Campbell was cast in Scream, the role was offered to Reese Witherspoon, Drew Barrymore, and Brittany Murphy. True or false? See, I was going to go true until I heard Drew Barrymore because Wes Craven wanted to kill off a big star in the first scene. So I doubt he would have offered it to. So I, I'm tempted to go false, but I do remember the other two being linked. So I think it's true. It is true. Oh, Drew Barrymore was given the lead. It was Drew Barrymore's idea to be killed ah, off in the first that's, scene. Ah, sorry, I got yeah, so it oh, is true. Never trust your good kids. <laughs> if you're like me, you think of something, do the opposite. Uh, the lights come back on. You notice the floor is now crawling with cockroaches and Who's insects. Who's doing this? <laughs> this is ridiculous. To, you decide to crack on. Probably nothing. <laughs> Question 31. How many times is Michael said in The Lost Boys? 108. Oh. 118. <laughs> Or 128. How many times is Michael said? So Michael, 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 Michael. 128 
It's got to be the highest. It, it's got to be. It's not even hard. I thought it was like 600. <laughs> 118. Fucking shit. This is all shit, this is. Which European country provides the backdrop for Ariaster's 2019 film, Midsummer? So you've got four options. Which European country provides the backdrop for Ariaster's 2019 film, Midsummer? Is it Denmark? Is it Finland? Is it Sweden? Is it Norway? Oh, you fuck. I thought it was between two of them. I thought it was like. Well, Nor- talk, talk, what, what are you thinking, babe? I think it's Denmark. What was you What was you juggling between Denmark and Sweden? Right, I do. I'm oh, I Finland. <laughs> do you know what? You know, go where you got kids in Denmark, Sweden. Do you fucking you're a twat, James. <laughs> Just look at your guts. Can I eat one of the cockroaches? Of course you can. <laughs> Maybe you'll give me sustain me. Crunch away. Which of these? So IMDb have released a list of 200 horror films. Like so, in in like their their ranking, 200. Yeah. Which of these films scores the the best? So as in closest yeah, to yeah. one. Yep. Out of these four movies, Hellraiser, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Exorcist, or The Conjuring. So out of all the horror movies on IMDb, which one has got the best score? Hellraiser, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Exorcist, or The Conjuring? Uh, it should be Hellraiser, but it's not. It's, knowing people today, it's going to be between The Conjuring or The Exorcist. Which one should it be, though? Should be The Exorcist. The Exorcist. No. When did IMDb exist? <laughs> when did it exist? It's How been, long ago? It's been, it's been around for it. Do you want the options again? It's can't be between those last two, because one, it's not going to be Hellraiser. I know, I, the, there's only one person who's ever scored that 10 out of 10. It was me. <clears throat> the Texas Chainsaw Mask isn't, Let's be honest, it's not even one of the big franchises, but I know people like it, but it's not people. It's not a great film as in it's a... The Exorcist, whilst is a traditional, amazing film, I'm thinking about the people who use IMDb are all... Yeah, he's got to be The Conjuring, and I'm basing that purely on the age of IMDb. It is The Conjuring. Which is shocking. It is shocking. People need to sort their lives out. That is actually chronological order, like going backwards. So Hellraiser scored, I think it's like 190. And then Text Chainsaw Massacre. Exodus is like 140-something. The Conjuring is 100. Fucking you think, what? What the hell? I'm going to add your point Mm. on. Your 20 correct answers on uh, question 34. Oh my God, we're running out of time. Which 2017 Australian outback horror movie starred Martin Freeman in the lead role? So which 2017 Australian outback horror movie on Netflix starred Martin Freeman in the main role? Cargo. Yes. Hannibal Lecter star Anthony Hopkins is Welsh, but what nationality is his Hannibal predecessor, Brian Cox? Is he Welsh? Is he English? Is he Irish? Is he Scottish? Scottish. He is Scottish. I put that in there because I didn't know that until this week when I had an interview. Do you know what? He, he, I, the only reason I know it is that he's not Irish is what I get confused with because there's an episode in The Touch of Cloth where he says that he's always getting confused with being Irish. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Question 36. So I nearly forgot your score. Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitfield play, uh, sorry, Bradley Whitford, so play underground engineers in which 2012 horror comedy. So that's Richard Jenkins, Bradley Whitford play underground engineers in which 2012 horror comedy. I know it. Is there a multiple choice? No. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, <clears throat> oh, that's fucking irritating me because I know it. Um, let me follow it through. Chris Hemsworth's in it. Yeah. Where are they? In a house. In, a, in, in what kind of house? The last house. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? It's a cabin in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last house is a horror film, isn't it? Yeah, there is the last house. Yeah, <laughs> well, I went a different way. There. The last house on the left, <laughs> last house on the right should have been the sequel. 
<laughs> the one next to the one at the end. <laughs> the one not not quite at the end of the road. The one opposite. The one opposite the bakery. No, not that one. That one. <laughs> What's the full title of the fourth Chucky movie? Jesus Christ, uh, Chucky Four. Why are we still making these? Is it Child's Play Four? Curse of Chucky, Bride of Chucky, Cult of Chucky. So what is the title of the fourth Chucky movie? Charles Play 4, Curse of Chucky, Bride of Chucky, or Cult of Chucky? It's Bride of Chucky. It is, 1998. Because then it goes Curse, I believe, and then it goes the last one. There you go. Time. Time. God, you're running out of time, James. I know. I'm well aware. Is there, time, is there any time I can, like, pause this and get those three minutes back? No. Can I sacrifice points for you it? You lost nine minutes. Can I sacrifice points? You don't. Well, you don't oh know my how many god! Well, no, would have been. You just wasted more time going with it. Question thirty-eight. Right. Who played the main role in Jennifer's body? Who played the main role in Jennifer's body? Uh, she was in Transformers. <sighs> I don't like her. <laughs> right. To be fair, I don't think she likes me very much. Uh, she called me. She said she loves you. Thingy Fox. Megan Fox. It is Megan <sighs> Fox. Well done. She also goes by Thingy Fox. <laughs> What's the name of the 2018 Netflix sci-fi horror starring Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson, and Jennifer Jason Lee? What's the name of the 2018 Netflix sci-fi horror that stars Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson, and Jennifer Jason Lee? Annihilation. It is, yeah. True or false? Hubie Halloween starred Ray Loretta, Steve Buscemi, and Michael Chiglis. True, because I've seen it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> which, which is a point I really wish I hadn't won. That's <laughs> As you enter the last 10 questions, your heart begins to race. Cockroaches swarm and gather at your feet. The room is getting darker as flies fight overhead for a spot on a single light bulb that swings. The television once more comes to life. This time on screen, stood where you are, is a figure dressed in blood red robes wearing an overstretched Patrick Stewart mask that's been spray painted silver. The figure points towards a large cupboard at the end of the room. You spin around and the door that the figure was pointing at is now open. Mm. You cautiously approach and you peer in. You see a glass box locked shut by an electronic keypad. Above is a sign that reads, Contestant, after you've finished all 50 questions, type the amount of correct answers you've given on the keypad. If the number is, a, is above the correct target, you'll win and you leave. Okay. If the number is below, the door to this room will lock, the temperature will rise, and you will cook in an oven and be eaten. Obviously. So got to throw some cannibalism in yeah, there. Yeah, you've got to. I assumed that I would then be presented like on Ready, Steady, Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Ainsley Harriet. Not, Ainsley, not even Ainsley Harriet would do this. <laughs> I don't know, mate. Ainsley's, don't know. Ainsley's fucking off the chain, mate. <laughs> so you have 10 questions left, and you have... Wait there. Three, three minutes. Three, wait, wait, three. Just two, go fucking hurry up. One. You got nine minutes. Okay. There are five Purge movies in chronological order of their release. What is the third in the series? So out of the five Purge movies in chronological order of their release, what is the third movie in the series? The Forever Purge. No. The Purge Anarchy. Possibly. The Purge Election Year. Oh. Jurassic Purge, The Lost Purge. <laughs> It's election because the third one's about a woman trying to get elected. It is, and she's election, trying to yeah. she's trying to stop it. And the guy, the main character from the second one, is is trying to help her. Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo. Yeah. No, his name James. I'm sorry. I just All look right. at him and think hot bot. I do as well. <laughs> and then and then he makes me question things, and then I have to go to my room. <laughs> in George R. Romero's Day of the Dead. Oh, Day of the Dead. Right. I'm in the zone. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. I'm there. Which one was that? Do you remember? Um, 
I think it might be uh, Day Dead. Day Dead is the one on the farm. De- no, that's that's. Oh yeah, because I thought Dead. the third the third one's oh, the one. Oh, Dawn Day of the Dead is my favorite one. Then when they're um, the, the apocalypse has gone on, they're in like a desert or somewhere. They're in a your base, aren't they? Yeah, they're in yeah, the base. Day of the Dead. What is the name of the tamed zombie in that <gasps> movie? Oh, I've I've got options. Yeah, I think I'll know. It then tell me the options. Is it Cal? No. Bub. Roy or Ray? It's Bob. It is Bob. There you go. <clears throat> 15, 20, 25, 24. That's <sighs> correct so far, James. Okay. Susan Sarandon, Shear, Michelle Pfeiffer all play witches in what 1987 film? Witches of Eastwick. It is the Witches of Eastwick. <laughs> yes. Oh, I've been that. John Eccleston was in that film as well, wasn't he? He was yeah, in that mate, film. Yeah. He it. played the devil in that movie. Mate, nailed it. Lost in translation is the theme of this next question. <laughs> I was going to say, that one a horror <laughs> Which movie what? translates in Danish to Slagter <laughs> <Slug to> Bangadon, <laughs> The Butcher Gang? Is it Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Hills of Eyes, Scream, or House of a Thousand Corpses? So Lost in translation is the theme. What movie translated into Danish is translated to Sagta Bangdengang. I'm, I'm using my lifeline, mate. I'm using my lifeline. Get rid of one of the wrong answers, please. Okay. I'm going to take away the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So your <laughs> remaining you answers... Because that's what I thought it was. <laughs> the Hills of Eyes, Scream, or House of a Thousand Corpses. And one more time, just a translation. Uh, Sagta Bangden. Scream. It's the Hills of Eyes. <laughs> And always remember that in Japan, being John Markovich is Markovich's hole. <laughs> the greatest name for a film I've ever I would watch that film. <laughs> Which of these is real? Oh, and it's no. a 1989 movie. Okay. Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death or Turbo Machete Death Clowns? One of them is a real movie, James. One from more 1989. Time? 1989. <laughs> Right, one just, more time. Just get that in your headspace. Just, just one more time. Is it Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death or Turbo Machete Death Clowns? I'm going for the first one because they, they would have tried to titillate you. It is Cannibal <laughs> Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. The, the only one that would throw is Avocado because that sounds like such a fucking niche market now. You're 31 so far. Question uh, 46, you have a couple of minutes left. Okay. Nicole Kidman starred along Christopher Eccleston in which 2001 gothic horror? Uh, So it was a weird time. I'm going to go the others. It is the others. I had that on DVD. Do you know what? I had it on DVD, watched it once, didn't like it. Really didn't like it. I, it. To me, it was too soon after Six Sense. What it did have, though, is it did have a really weighty like uh, book and behind the scenes. It was really like remember when DVDs actually went all out. Yeah. And it was like a it was an event to buy a DVD. I really, I, what I really liked about it was Christopher Eccleston because he only ever seems to get a shot now in horrors. You know, and always playing like a BBC drama. But I'm oh shit, I'm talking bullshit. Move on. <laughs> You're 31 answers correct so far, James. 31, that's what you said last time. I just got that one right. You're 32 answers <laughs> right so far, James. <laughs> According to Rotten Tomatoes, which film tops their all-time horror list? Oh, it's telling me shit. Is it Halloween? Is it Hereditary? So Halloween, the original. Hereditary, Abaduk, or Get Out? According to Rotten Tomatoes, Can which I... film tops... Yep. How many questions have I got left? Uh, you've got this one and then three more. I'm going to just quickly, I'm just going to use my logic because I remember when Get Out 
first came out, one of the news stories was that it was the first film on Rotten Tomorrow's to get 100%. <clears throat> so by that logic, I'm going Get Out. It is Get Out. Well done. Yes. Jeremy Irons. <laughs> Sorry. There's nothing funny about that. <laughs> oh, you literally have three minutes left. Jeremy Irons turned down a lead role in which film? The Shining or Science of the Lambs? Jerry, Jeremy Irons turned down a lead role in which film? The Shining or Science of the Lambs? That could be any of them. I can't really say. Would they have offered him Hannibal Lecter? Would they have offered him... Jack Torrance. I Maybe Jack... I, I think they'd go for him for Jack Torrance, so i go to Shining. Robert De Niro, Harrison Ford, and Robin Williams were all offered Jack Torrance. Oh, fucking Jeremy Irons was fucking offered Hannibal Lecter. Was offered Hannibal Lecter. Lecter. But he said no, because he'd just done a movie where he played a serial killer and was nominated for Academy Award, and he didn't want to be known for playing too many dark roles. So and he, he Gene was, Hackman was also offered the role of Hannibal Lecter. So he wanted to be known as the guy that did fucking Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> fucking saw your life out, Jeremy yep. Irons. Right. A young Le- penultimate question. Okay. A young Leonardo DiCaprio starred in which horror sequel? Was it Critters Free, Leprechaun Two, or Children of the Corn Free: Urban Harvest? A young Leonardo DiCaprio starred in which of these horror sequels? Critters Free, Leprechaun Two, Children of the Corn, Urban oh, Harvest. They all sound wrong. He's got. I'm going the first one. It is Chris Free, yeah. They also starred Angela Bassett. Well, why don't more people know about that film? I've <laughs> seen it. <laughs> uh, last question, James. Oh my God, here we go. What's the highest grossing horror movie of all time? Of all time. So you've got The Exorcist, It, Paranormal Activity, or Hoobie Halloween? <laughs> no, not insult. I'm going to remove that last one. <laughs> you, have, you have about a minute and a half left. <sighs> right, so... I've always thought Paranormal Activity, because I always thought it was bollocks, but I know that a lot of people went to go see it. Was it highest grossing? It's possible. You know what? There's modern audiences now. They're more horror fixated. That's going to be one of my other options. What, what are the other two? The Exorcist. The Exorcist, I'm going to go with no, because I loved it. But it was banned for a long time, so I might have taken away from its sheen a little bit. And what was the other one? Who be Halloween? No, there was another one. The only, it was, there was, it. Oh. So you got it or Paranormal Activity it, or The Exorcist. It or Paranormal Activity. Oh, this is <laughs> fucking hell. Um, um, do you know what? I think it's something you said to me once. You said, I'm sure you told me that Paranormal Activity was one of the highest grossing because it was during the period where I was just slagging it off. Paranormal Activity. If you say fucking Hubie Halloween, I'm leaving. <laughs> just no, Netflix don't release their, their income for yeah, it. There's a reason for that. <laughs> it's it. You're a whore. It made over seven hundred. Everyone 700, you've ever met a whore. million. Uh, it made paranormal activity is the highest return on investment. Shit, your face. Paranormal activity was only made for fifteen grand. Right, here's what I'm going to do. And it made over hundred and ninety million. I take the doll, I smash a window with it, and I fucking walk out you've after got- after I piss the player. I just urinate on the fucking blood, set fire to the fucker, and then I sell it to Netflix like blockbuster should have done. Bitch, boom. I mean, you've got thirty seconds left. Should we just finish this then? <laughs> Just, 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 just fucking. <laughs> well, no, you've got, you've got, you've got forty-five seconds. So you've answered thirty-four. So you rush back to the storeroom where you see the glass box. Yeah. You type in thirty-four. Now, here's where the game sickens, James. You'll notice that through the whole of today's quiz, there have been three pieces of paper on the table with A, B, and C written on them. Yep. Underneath them is a different number. Yeah. Which is the target you were supposed to reach. <sighs> yep. You get to choose your fate. I don't want to be a one poo. of them. <laughs> one of them is incredibly low. 
One of whom is middle and one of whom is exceptionally high target. Well, so you've got 34. So much name for that one. <laughs> so you've got A, B or C. Well, the odds are forever in my favour. If one of them's in the middle, I've done better than the middle and then I've got a really low one. So I've got A, B or C. What have you gone for? I'm gonna. Go, I'm just looking at him. <laughs> you don't flip him over. I'm not flipping. You've him got over. about ten seconds. Oh, uh, then shit. Um, B. I've shot my lord. <laughs> Thirty-five. <laughs> the door locks. I don't want to be getting hot in here. I don't want to be a poo pantry sewers ghost. Ghost lady, save me. <laughs> over the 35 and you just got 34 just for just to show you uh, if you flipped over um, C it would have been 30 and if you flipped over A it would have been 32 <laughs> so you picked that <laughs> you fucker <laughs> probably odds that, uh, one in fair, three apparently <laughs> to be fair as you're slowly cooking it's probably not <laughs> It's probably not time to say. That's not pretty good. That actually works out really well because I thought you were either going to get it done really quick and then we just have loads of time to film or you were going to get all the questions wildly wrong. To get only one question off in about 15 seconds to go, mm. that worked out pretty bang on. Doesn't really matter though, does it? Because I'm getting eaten. So. Well, the plan is, James, we're just going to slow roast you yep. and then we're probably just going to drizzle. We're going to pull you out a little bit early and mm. just drizzle you with honey. Yeah. And then put you in for another half an hour. You used to suck on my toes because you're a very vegan. I'm <laughs> <laughs> vegetarian. It's, okay, you can help yourself then. <laughs> to me mossy undergrowth. <laughs> <laughs> that is our, that's our bonus episode. Do let us know on uh, all the social media sites how you did with them 50 questions plus a few bonus. Um, like I say, some of them ridiculous. A gamble, I guess, as James found out. Um, but let us know. Hopefully it was fun. Hopefully it was engaging. Hopefully it was entertaining, which is the main point of this podcast. And if you enjoyed it, we have done other episodes similar to this where there are quizzes and games and walkthroughs and scenarios where you have to pick A, B, you know, whatever it may be. There are episode 63 and a half, which is called Download If You Dare. Episode 63 was our Halloween special. And then episode 15, way back when, when we started this podcast, was a nightmare on Cooch Street, which is just... Beyond words. Beyond words. <laughs> Other than that, guys, that is our show. Under an hour. Yeah. It's been fun for you, James. Do you want it? It has made me reminisce about Blockies. <laughs> that's the main thing. <laughs> so that's what I took away from here. I miss Blockies. Yeah. Uh, that is our Halloween episode special for 2021. Blockbuster Escape Room. Don't see you later. Good afternoon, good evening, good night. I'm Pooh.